0: Praise the Lord. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Psalms 118 verse number 20. The gate of the Lord into which the righteous shall enter. I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused is become the headstone of the corner. We know who that is. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. Who I feel the Holy Ghost again moving in this place. We will, not just I will, but we can agree we will rejoice and be glad in it. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I, I hope this title will make sense in just a moment, but I want to title this thought for a few minutes this morning on this subject, the life of the party, the life of the party. One more time, would you ask God to talk to us, speak to us? Give us ears to hear what thus saith the word of the Lord. Jesus, I come humbly before your throne of mercy and grace. God, without you, it's sounding brass and tinkling cymbals. But God, I pray in this house this morning that we would stir up one more time the gift that you have gifted us this morning. God, I give you all the praise and glory. I'm intentional in it this morning. I'm intentional in humbling myself and seeking your will and your way in this service. In Jesus' name, have your way. Let the unction of the Holy Ghost move on us today again. One more time, in Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand clap of thanksgiving one more time as you're seated in the presence of the Lord. Everyone here, I'm sure, has an idea of what a party is. Uh, The definition of a party, if you look to Brother Webster, a party is a social gathering for pleasure, often held as a celebration. A party is a time of jubilee, a party is a time to be joyful. A party is a time to rejoice. We celebrate uh, special occasions, usually with a party. Praise the Lord. I, I love to celebrate uh Birthday parties, amen. I, I'm getting ready to have a birthday. I don't want a party, just saying. we ha- I had one last year. They gave me a surprise one. That was awesome, amen. But I, I probably will have just a, a little get-together with, with family at least, and we'll get some cake, and we'll have a good time, amen, after we eat and pig out together. Praise God, amen. And weddings, are, are they call it the wedding party. They're having a party. It's a wedding. It's supposed to be a happy day. Anniversaries are supposed to be a happy day day. Men, you better not forget your anniversary. Praise God, husbands. If you want to be happy, you better not forget. Praise God. Graduation parties are fun. It's a celebration of achieving milestone in someone's life, whether it's graduation from kindergarten or all the way through college. Amen. It's, it's, a, it's a party. It's a time to celebrate. In the life of Jesus's ministry was connected and intertwined with holiday celebrations and parties. They called them feasts in the Old Testament, in the time of Christ. They were a time to get together and celebrate the goodness of God and to celebrate the people of God, and they would have a party. Can I just tell you, this may shock your theology this morning, God always enjoys a good party. Amen. We know his ministry was about three and a half years because of the Passovers and the feasts recorded during his time of ministry. In Luke chapter 2, the Bible talks about Jesus growing. It says, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. There was a feast going on, there was a Passover taking place. It was a time of celebration that that sins could be rolled ahead. I'm telling you, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and, and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. We sing songs like, you don't know like I know what he's done for me. Oh, you don't know like I know how he set me free. Amen, it's a time to celebrate. People out there don't understand and we get excited. People start running and clapping and and shouting and screaming and hollering and high-fiving. We are having a celebration in the house of God. Amen. The apostolic, we ought to show the world how to really celebrate. Praise the Lord. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. They had a feast. Jesus and his family faithfully honored and observed holy celebrations such as the Passover. The first recorded miracle of Jesus took place at a party. It was a wedding. They were having a wedding party. It was a wedding reception. They ran out of wine. And so mother of Jesus said, hey, whatsoever he tells you to do, just do it. And he turned the water into wine. Sounds like a party. (laughs) Jesus and his disciples were celebrating the feast of the tabernacles. They're having a good time. They're there honoring the festivities. They're feasting. They're praising God. They're having a good time. In John chapter 7, read in verse 37, they're there. Jesus and His disciples, the Feast of the Tabernacles, that on the last day, that great day of the Feast, of the water-pouring ceremony, there's a water-pouring ceremony taking place when priests would pour water over the altar. Hear this. They were pouring water over the altar, crying for salvation. When Jesus stands up, and he cries out because they were crying for salvation his name Jesus literally means salvation Jesus stands up at a party and he says if any man thirst y'all not getting this y'all gonna sit down on the party today okay party pooper You want to be a party pooper in the house of God, you go ahead. But hey, just stay out of my way when I start celebrating the goodness of God. Jesus cries out and he says, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water they are at a party they're having a feast and the priests are pouring water over the altar and they're crying unto God for salvation Jesus stands up God in the flesh and he says hey if you knew the water that I could give you if you knew the drink that I could give you You'd never thirst again. You wouldn't go to any other party. This would be the only party. I don't need the world. I got the best thing going. Brother Cotton, I don't need to go party out there. I'm partying in here. Can I tell somebody? You can try that, it'll never satisfy. The only thing that can satisfy is the party in the house of God. Pastor, you're getting really loud this morning. I'm partying. Pastor, music was a little crazy this morning. People got beside it. There was people getting out in the aisle and walking the aisles and running the aisles and people were speaking in tongues. Yeah, because the Holy Ghost was being poured out. Somebody spiked a drink with the Holy Ghost this morning. You know how you can spike the service? Start putting some praise and worship into it. Start start coming with intentions. Hey, I'm going to praise and worship God. I'm going to magnify Him. I'm going to glorify Him. I'm going to spike the service with the anointing of God. Oh, somebody give Him praise. Somebody give Him glory. Glory. He was standing up. He was telling him, I am the life of the party. I'm the life of the party. You know what? You know who makes really good, really good apostolic Pentecostals? Former alcoholics. You know who makes really good praise? And we're former praise and dancers out there make really good praise and dancers in here. I heard one old black southern gospel preacher say, I didn't stop dancing when I came to the house of God. I just changed partners. I didn't stop stop partying when I came to the house of God. I just changed who I was partying with. I just changed why I was partying and what I was doing. I like the old saying, ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. Somebody shout yes. yes! He stood up and he said, I am the life of the party. I am. I am. He Told the woman, the Samaritan woman in John 4 this, at the well, he said, if you knew, you came to draw water from this well. I love it. Here's, here's <laughs> this woman coming to the well of Israel. Here's the well of Israel sitting on the well of Israel. And he said, if you knew the water that I could give. If you knew the new wine that I could pour into you. Kind of skipping ahead. Did he not tell his disciples and his family, hey, you go and tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. They were going to celebrate the day of Pentecost. Pentecost. What are we, I don't know, I, I don't know what this, part, you ever go to a, a birthday party, you're not really sure who's going to be there, you're not really sure what, what events are going to, are they going to have a piñata? Are they going to have a game? What kind of cake are they going to have? They, just, they didn't really even, they didn't know anything, because they, they just knew, hey, we're going to go because it's going to be a party, we don't understand it, but it's going to be good. Because he said it's going to be good. And It was. And we're going to come back to that in just a moment. I'm trying to hurry. I know I'm running late today. Jesus told His disciples in Matthew 24, And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And He shall send His angels with the great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together His elect from the four winds and from one end of the heaven to the other. He said there's going to be a great trumpet sound. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians, In a moment, In the twinkling of an eye, At the last trump, there was a feast of trumpets. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. There ain't no party like when we party over yonder. If you think we get excited in that song, if you think I shout down here, you ain't seen nothing yet, I'm just warming up. Because there ain't nothing like a good Holy Ghost party. We, got, we, we have something to celebrate and get excited about. You don't know, like I know what God has done for me. He forgave me. He washed me. He sanctified. He justified. He washed. He cleansed. And He filled me with the Holy Ghost. I couldn't get that out there in the world. One of these days, over yonder, well, like the old song says, won't we have a time? Can I tell you, we can have a time here. <laughs> Amen. John wrote about heaven in Revelation 19. He said, Let us be glad and rejoice. And give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come. Guess what we're going to be doing in glory? There's a marriage, there's a feast, it's a party, it's a celebration. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteous of the saints. And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed or happy are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. I have been forgiven. I've been washed. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I've got a blessed hope in eternity with Christ. I've got a hope of a marriage supper with the Lamb. I'm looking for an eternal party. But to get there, you gotta be ready to get there. I got I got time to pray. I'm still in my introduction and I've been going nineteen minutes. Matthew twenty-two, and when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there was a man which had not a wedding garment. And he saith unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then said the king to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth." The vision that Brother Matt shared just a little bit ago of the devil trying to pour concrete around somebody's feet and so they'll sink into the abyss. is exactly what he's trying to do to your soul. But you better shake that off. You better get ready. You better get the wedding garment on. You better put on Christ. What am I saying? You better be dressed for the occasion. When the occasion comes, you better be ready to go. You better have your lamp full of the Holy Ghost. You better have your wedding garment on. Well, Pastor, what is the wedding garment? I'm glad you asked. Galatians 3.27 For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. I was baptized in Jesus' name. I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm ready to go to the party. I'm already dressed for the occasion. If you're invited to a formal party with the. Maybe it's called a black tie event. Well, you've all been given an invitation. But you better be dressed for the occasion. Well, hello, somebody. <laughs> if you're going to make it to heaven, just want because you're dressed and ready to go. I'm glad I'm dressed and ready to go. I put on Christ. The elect. Precious. Oh, man, I, I got to hustle. Second thing I want to talk about is the church is a social gathering. A celebration. The church is a party waiting to happen. <laughs> this is a place of praise and worship. I'm glad we don't sit around like this. Never intended. He intended he, heaven has always been filled with praise and worship. Right. Angels crying. Holy, holy, holy. holy. Right. He always intended for us. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost to praise and to worship him for who he is. Right. Right. Good job. Good job. We, we I, I, I know I don't understand everything about heaven. I haven't been there yet. All I have is the word of God and its descriptive terms that that more, more John really than anyone trying to tell us on, on what heaven was going to, what heaven's going to be like. That's awesome, but. But I do know this. I feel like it's going to be, the church is, should be or is a reflection of somewhat what heaven's going to be like. It's just going to be greater there. But, but the party's already started. The, the, the party's already starting in the house of God here. You ready? I just feel like I need to tell somebody. So stop being late to the party. Hello? I came with an intention to praise and worship. I came to party for Jesus. The New church, the, te- the New Testament church began during a celebration. You ready? I'm just going to read it. I, I, I'm sorry if I go late. You don't have to come back for service tonight. So bless God. Go get your 3 o'clock nap today. Praise the Lord. Acts chapter 2. I, I, I got to preach this. I just feel it. And I'm having fun preaching this, okay? So just if, you, if you're not enjoying it, just pray that, that uh, God, pastor help pastor to help you enjoy it. And when the day of Pentecost is a festival, it's a celebration. It was 50 days after the Passover was the day of Pentecost. First Pentecost, Moses received the Ten Commandments you talked about. The, the, the Pentecost is a type of 50, also similar to the Jubilee. It was a year of, of, of freedom, of victory. Celebration. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Something was going on. I love it when music starts in the house of God, people start moving. I cannot sit on my hands when the worship is going. I just... It's a rushing, mighty wind in my soul. Man, something's stirring in me. I gotta move. I gotta do something. I gotta clap my hands or lift my hands or wave or jump or shout or dance. I don't go to worldly parties, but I've heard that at these worldly parties they usually have dancing. They they usually have some dancing and. Some cool things going on and people want to come and see what's going on. Right, come on hey, I heard something was going on at the Apostolic Rock Church. I heard there's a party going on in there. There's something going on. People are excited. Right. Yeah, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, Out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, it was loud. The multitude came together and were confounded. What is going on? What are those people doing? We've never seen anything like that. You ever see somebody the first time they come into a Pentecostal service? service? Sometimes, most of the time, I say sometimes most of the time, they are scared out of their ever loving mind. They ain't ever seen. They ain't never experienced. They're like, you people are nuts. Fruits. No, we're not fruit. fruits. Fruits and nuts. California got plenty of them. But you guys are crazy. They did. They were, they were confounded, the Bible says. Because that every man heard them speak in his own language. They're speaking in my language. They're speaking in tongues, speaking in my language. And they're not, they're not from me. They don't know what my language. And the Bible says, and they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? In doubt. It wasn't necessarily a bad thing. They were just like, what's going on? Verse 13, others mocking said, these men are full of new wine." It's a little early in the morning to have a party like this. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea and all that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. Hear me now, for these are not drunken as you suppose. This isn't the kind of party you're used to. Seeing it's but the third hour of the day. But this, Brother McGee, when you came and told me that in my ear while praising worship, I was going, you don't even know what I'm fixing to preach. This is still that. That was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. This is still that. What we've been experiencing this morning is still that. And that is what this is all about. We're trying to praise and worship and to create an, an atmosphere. That's what we're doing. We're creating an atmosphere for God to move to hear a word from the Lord. Elisha, they called. There was a family. They're getting to go to war against them. I don't have time to preach all this. They're going to war and they, they were thirsty and they, they, their animals needed some water. And they said, is there not a prophet? And they get Elisha. And it was interesting. Elijah said, the only reason I'm here is because, because my king, there were two kings that had come together. He said, because my king is here, I wouldn't even be here. I don't like what, what's going on. We shouldn't even be doing this. But I'm, but I'm here. And they said, we need a word from God. We need help. There's no water. We're, we're thirsty. We're going we're to we're die out here before the, the battle even starts. And he said, he calls for a minstrel. He called for the musicians to come. Some of you are at One Hope and Pastor calls for the musicians real quick. He called for the musicians to come. He said because we need to put, create an atmosphere to receive a word from the Lord. Please don't harp on somebody's praise and worship because they might be needing a word from the Lord. And they're trying to praise and worship and get in tune and try to... Maybe they're singing a little song. that may not be in the same key. They might be singing the same song in about five or six different keys. Praise God. But hello, maybe they'll get a hold of God in at least one of them. Because they need a word from the Lord. They're trying to create an environment... Here's the sad thing: the world throws a party, and the devil tries to imitate and take. Watch and rightfully, rightfully go to God, and he tries to give them a party of music, and they get it, but they don't ever have a word, and they leave empty. Right, on, they try to drown it with the imitation wine, and they try to imitate, but it will never satisfy. Yeah. 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 Psalms 100 says, "Make a joyful noise unto the Lord." Make a celebratory. Celebratory. It should be a celebration. Under the Lord all your land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God, and it is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves, and we are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. And be thankful unto Him, and bless His name, I came with thanksgiving and I came with a praise in my heart this morning. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Psalms 30, thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put on my sackcloth and girdeth me with gladness. He's put off that the, the, the mourning. I put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Say, well, how, do I, how do I deal with depression? How do I deal with anxiety? I'm going to give you a real, a real way, a real tactic. You ready? A real strategy. Pray. Have yourself, you're going to have a pity party or you going to have a praise party? I've been, talking, I don't know who this is for, it's not even in the notes. Some of you may have been having a pity party for, for, for a while. It's time for somebody to say, I'm, not, I'm stop, I'm stop, I'm stop going to have a pity party. I'm going to have a praise party. I'm going to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Man, I've gone 32 minutes. I'm sorry, but I I don't apologize for the the word. I apologize for the time. In our text, he said, we will rejoice. I'm trying to to get through this. We will rejoice. (laughs) I just can't get past even the text. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. The word rejoice is ghoul, G U L, ghoul. It literally means to spin around under the influence of violent emotion. I want to, I want, our church service, matter of fact, our prayer life, our Pentecostal parties. Ought to have violent emotion. Right. Well, yeah. We will rejoice. We, we should be under the influence. These men are drunk. These are No, these men are not drunk as you suppose. Seeing is but the third they're under the influence. They're just not under the influence of you all. Well, you think they're under all the influence. Right, right. This is a party, but it's not the kind of party you're accustomed to. Sister Sandy, this is a Holy Ghost party. Right, right, right. And I can't just sit still in a Holy Ghost party. Right. There's something that's got to move. I gotta move, I gotta do something. Oh, praise God. Psalms 34, I will bless the Lord at his praise shall. Hey man, living for God is always a party. Doesn't mean everything in our life is good doesn't mean everything everything around us is just wonderful. Everything's just, I love this phrase because people laugh at it, hunky-dory. I don't know what that means. It rains on the just and the unjust alike. But for the believer, brother monks, he's my rock. He's my chief cornerstone. I will rejoice in him. I will rejoice in the Lord. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice. And be glad in it. David celebrated. I, I'm, maybe I should have. Would the musicians come? Here we go. I've already given you a word. I'm literally halfway through this message, but I'm running out. Of, I'm just out of time. Let me let me just go, let me go here. David celebrated the ark in the presence of God. You know the story. Uzzah touched it. It. it, it, it they didn't, weren't handling it correctly, they didn't weren't treating the, the presence, they weren't moving it correctly. He reached upstairs as it came over the threshing floor and then it goes and abides and the house will be him for a couple months and, and then Jesus, and then he calls to the priest, how do we do this? How do we okay this is how you need to do this get you know get the priest get the Levites you're gonna carry it this is you're gonna be on staves and all that good stuff. And they go six paces and they offer sacrifice and this is a long way away. So that's a lot of sacrificing and in reading this week I was studying this and I was like oh, I did, you know, you see things. I had heard, you know, remember the story about in verse 20, and then David returned to bless his household, and Michael, the, the daughter of Saul, came out. Remember, David had married Saul's daughter. She comes out to meet David. She sees him out there worshiping, dancing, having a party because the presence of God is coming back, is coming to the city of Jerusalem, city of David. David's excited. He's partying. God is with us. (laughs) The presence of God is with us. Anybody who understood from the Old Testament what our church service would be like in the praise and worship, it would be David. David would be like, I can run through a troop, leap over a wall. He'd be like, hey, let's pray. Let's worship. Oh, they, they weren't dancing in the spirit. I can't find dancing in the spirit. I'm dancing in the flesh. Because I have the spirit. They were doing that in the flesh. Up there. Be careful. Because Michael did that to David. This is the part that I've heard. That we've heard a priest. She says, How glorious was the king of Israel today with a scorn on her face. Who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of the servants as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovereth himself? Ha! You're the king! You uncovered yourself. David, you took off your kingly garment. But a few verses above. I'd always thought I don't know why I just read all this. I always focused on that, and I thought, well, David's out there, probably didn't have much on. Not the case. Because Verse 13. And it was so that when they bare the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings. Verse 14. This is before he gets back, before Michael sees him. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. His might. Not God's might, his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod. A priestly garment. David had a garment on. It just wasn't the one she wanted him to have. I refuse to keep myself. To robe myself in myself. But I will submit myself. I'm going to take myself, get myself out of the picture and say, God, I'm going to worship you like you deserve to be worshipped. I'm going to praise you like you deserve to be praised. David, you took off your kingly garment. Yes, I did. But I put on a linen ephod. This isn't about me. It's about Him. A Holy Ghost party is always about Him. It should never be about us. So I'm going to put on a celebration garment, celebrating who He is, not who I am. When I dance before the Lord, it's not about who I am. It's about who He is to me. When I lift my hands and I shout and cry out unto the Lord, it's not about me. It's about that make it to that, that heavenly party are going to be the ones that have put on Christ to cover their own self. Let's stand. I thought we'd end shouting, hollering, screaming. We've done that. I, got, I literally preached half this message. I, maybe I'll get the other half one of these days. But I'm telling you, There ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. I have so enjoyed this service today. Every bit of it, I've enjoyed this service. The praise, the worship, the magnification. And I've really enjoyed the presence of God in this place. I've heard one one, one preacher said, you really haven't had church unless you leave tired. (laughs) I'm a little tired. I can feel it. I'll probably feel it. Sister Marlene, I'll probably feel it more tomorrow. (laughs) But it's worth it because he's worth it. How How many think he's worth everything? Lift up. Can we just lift up our hands and one more time praise and worship him in this house? Oh, let's magnify him.